Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. Hope you're having a great day, great night, great evening, all that good stuff. So, um, all right, let's do some housekeeping stuff. Um, I did not look at uh, the trending uh, episodes, well, yesterday, so I'm, I'm doing this pretty early. So the only trending episode right now is episode 45, which is the new Christian dating mixer with Melissa called if you know you know dating that was a pretty good episode and a pretty cool thing that she has going in california so definitely encourage you guys to check that out the episode and what she's doing because you can find her on the instagram but because i don't have two trending episodes actually oh let me go see who is the um top three listeners this today this week it is the U.S. as usual. Then it's Senegal. Did y'all know? I'm not gonna tell you already, but I got some Senegal. I'm Senegalese a little bit in my background. You know, that's at least that's what 23andMe says. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what their sources are. Um, but third is Kenya, and fourth is the U.K. So come on, guys. <laughs> come on, U.K. Uh, get back in the top three. Um, but because I don't have many t- trending topics, I can answer these questions that I've received. Um, there is this app called NGL and you can send me anonymous questions. Um, so that means I can't see who you are and the people who, um, see your question can't see who you are. So I have no clue who you are. You can ask whatever you need. And people have been asking me questions here. So I thought I might as well just ask that answer this question. The question is, um, is oral sex sinful? <laughs> so I'm going to assume that this person is asking in a marriage because you said the word sex and we all know that you should not be having premarital sex. So I'm going to assume that you are a married person and you're asking me, can I perform oral sex? Can I receive oral sex? Is that a sinful act? And the answer is no. I've actually been asked this before. You are allowed, do what you want to do, okay? The marriage bed is undefiled, praise God, okay? And that means you can do whatever you need to do that is not immoral and illegal in that bed, okay? Go ahead and please your husband, please your wife. I did a a post about this recently about how the world has robbed Christians um, or, you know, I don't want to say the world, but... Christians have been robbed of fun sex. And as people know, when you think of Christianity and sex, you think of a missionary position. And that's just sad because there's so much to be done and so many fun gadgets and liquids and things that you can be involved in the sex life. And if you're not doing that, I'm sorry. And, and I'm gonna give you permission right now to do that. So that's the first question I'm gonna answer. Second question someone asked me was in my DMs, um, if me and my boyfriend are in a committed relationship is it still wrong to have sex? And you know what? I appreciate this question because I hear you, you know, some people will say, um, if we're married, we've already made a covenant between ourselves. Then why do we have to go to the state and sign some papers to make it real? And I hear you, I hear you. But also what the God of my life said was give to Caesar what is due to Caesar, right? So if in your country, in order to be seen as married, you have to get a certificate give to Caesar what's his just like you paying your taxes what will my debt is paid in heaven but the IRS gonna be on your back (laughs) 
Okay. We saw what happened with Wesley Snipes. I think that's his name. Um, so give to Caesar what's due to Caesar. And also, just because you want to have sex with somebody and you want to say you're committed, that don't mean nothing. What makes you think he's committed to you? Because he said it. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, let's, let's think about this for a second. When a man fully commits to you and says he wants, you're his wife, that's different than being somebody's girlfriend. That's different than being somebody's boyfriend. So if he's calling you his wife, that's different than you being in a committed boyfriend and girlfriend relationship where you feel like he's committed to you. Because there's been so many situations time and time again where people have gotten pregnant or people have been in relationships and that person never commits to them. So when that man commits to you, that's when you're going to give it up to him. And if you are giving it up to him, give it to the Lord and go ahead and start on over, sis. <laughs> so that is my answer to that. Um, if you guys do want to give you more, me more questions to answer on the podcast, you can always go to NGL. You can go to my Instagram. I have the link there. Actually, I can put it um, in my link on my bio. But I love answering these questions. I'll probably make a formal answer to the question that I answered first about oral sex again. Um, but yeah, I like doing this stuff. So let's keep on doing it. Alrighty, so let's get into today's episode, Honoring the Promise. So I want to do this episode for the people who have a promise from the Lord and are struggling to structure their lives around that or um, struggling to live as if the promise is already true, but also knowing that it isn't in their physical world yet. So let's get right into it. So when the Lord tells you about something that will happen on this side of heaven, but you don't know when it will happen, that's when the doubt of it will happen to come in. That's a lot of happens. <laughs> so that's when doubt comes in. When you don't know when it's going to happen, but you also believe that it's going to happen. You want it to happen, but you don't know when it's going to happen. That's when the doubt comes in. So we see this so many times in the Bible when Jesus tells people promises he has for their lives then they end up waiting months or even years for it to happen. And in that time frame, you see the struggle people have, the struggle between trusting God, feeling like the like they potentially heard God incorrectly maybe, and there are even instances where people hear God and completely walk the opposite direction. I'm talking about you, Jonah. <laughs> so, I wanted to do this episode because especially in 2022, what? In 2023, at times um where we're becoming more modern and you know every day we stray further 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 from the lord you know what i'm saying from god's good graces it's getting wild out here um it can still feel weird to think that the lord communicates promises to us but i think it's a very beautiful sign that god is uh, god was god is and he is to come the God that we serve is the same God that our father Abraham served. He's the same God that Moses served, same God that David served. And he's also the same God that Jesus served. So to say that he can't do what he did in the Bible is not true of his character. We can't believe that he he can't do it anymore because he's, he's the same God he's always been. So I want to talk about some examples of people who struggled with carrying the promise because their present experience did not seem like it would make room for it. And the first person I think of is Sarah. 
Um, if you don't already know, Sarah was an old age and she was told that within a year she would have a son. And when her husband Abraham heard it first, he questioned the Lord. And he was saying like, basically like at her ripe old age, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny, but that's, that is what he did. Um, and the angel that came or, or the, when the Lord came to him, he let him know that, you know, many nations will come through her. And when Sarah heard this, she laughed to herself and she also got scared because and the Lord was like, it's not funny. And she's like, I didn't laugh. And he's like, yes, you did. <laughs> That's literally how that verse goes. If you go back and read <laughs> the encounter, some of the stuff in the Bible be funny, bro. Like she like, she laughing and the Lord's like, you were laughing. And she's like, no, I wasn't. He's like, yeah, you were. <laughs> you laughed. <laughs> like, why did they have to add that in the Bible? I'm over here tearing up. That is so funny. Um, but after that, after she laughed, she asked something that I think we can easily read over, but I believe it, it is deeply saddening to read this. And some of you may feel this way as well, where it just, the promise is so saddening that even when you're presented with it or the possibility that it will happen, you're in disbelief. So in, um, ESV translation, it says, after I am worn out and my Lord is old. So when she says my Lord, she's talking about Abraham. Shall I have pleasure? Question mark, right? I don't know why I said question mark. Um, shall I have pleasure after I'm worn out and my Lord is old? Man, that is heavy. It just shows you how long her heart has been aching for a son or for a child. At this point, Abraham's son that he's had with her, the servant that she told him to have sex with um, is already 13 years old. And I don't believe that Sarah treated Ishmael like this, but he may have been a, a constant reminder to her that for, you know, for 13 years, she was not able to have a child. And Sarah was in her nineties, y'all in her nineties. If the Lord has placed a promise on your heart, I know you can relate to Sarah when she says, after all this time, Lord, after all it's even hard to believe when he finally tells her this is going to happen for you and then she says after all this time I've desired this for so long and you know what now luckily you know we don't live as long as they did in that time frame so technically it's a little shorter for us praise God but the pain is still the same and spoiler alert she had that child and the Lord kept his word another wild example <laughs> is Leah and Rachel there if you Listen, read your Bibles. People be saying the, the Bible's boring. I can't all this. Somebody begot this and begot him and begot that. That's in there. But there are so many juicy stories in this book. So another example is Leah and Rachel. Basically, long story short, a man named Jacob, which is one of our founding fathers, um, thought this girl was so good looking, so fine that he was willing to work seven years to marry her. And at the end of that seven years, my man wiped his brow and her daddy said, Actually, you're going to marry this one, <laughs> her sister. And the Bible basically explains her as being somebody that looked better with your eyes closed. OK, hey, that's my interpretation of what the Bible said. But the Bible definitely lets us know that she was nothing to write home about. She was not the prettiest. And imagine imagine being remembered as the ugly sister by all of heaven and hell, <laughs> In, like all, all the universe. Everybody knows that you the ugly sister. But anyways, anyways, um, then he had to work seven more years to get Rachel, the girl that he actually wanted. 
But what happened was the ugly one, you know, let me not call her that. I'm gonna call her by her real name. Leah, she was popping babies out left and right, left and right. And Rachel was jealous. She's like, what is going on, Lord? Why is why am I not having kids? Because back in that day, if you could bear a child for a man, that's your glory right there. That's your glory. And she couldn't do that. So she literally told Jacob, put a baby in me or, I, or I'll die. Put a baby in me or I will die. And that's me paraphrasing. But literally what it says is give me children or I'll die. And Jacob literally responded to her and said, am I God that I kept you from having children? I just imagine them sitting on, a, on a, like an older couch. And he eating something like, girl, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So instead of waiting for the promise, just like Sarah, you know, she gave her husband to another woman. And then Leah also ended up doing the same thing. So just like, oh, take this woman, take this woman. Because they start getting jealous with each other. Oh, she having a baby? I want to have a baby. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? So their servant, the, the women that were their servants, both of them had two children. So that's four children that didn't come from the promise. And our beloved Joseph is, is you know, coat of many colors. That's the one. Rachel was his mommy. And she bared Joseph and Benjamin his younger brother which is so cool to see how those two stories come together um and I think this is really a really good place for the title to come in and even though these women did not honor the promise God still came through eventually after they was acting a fool and just you know having the servants have their kid and on top of that they were calling them their own children oh the God has blessed me that's somebody else's baby you know how sad that is to just say, oh, this is my kid now. Like it didn't just come out of somebody else and sit there for nine months. Wild. But I digress. I think it's an important point, point right here where we can see God still comes through even when we don't honor our promise. Sometimes, right? And I thank God, thank God <laughs> that we serve a God who gives us things we don't deserve. And I was going to say like every time, you know, he always, he never takes away his promise. But then I thought about Moses, you know what I'm saying? So don't don't play my don't try to play my lord and think you could do whatever you want to in the meantime when the promise is promising uh is is working and building and you could just be out here living your best life because moses you know what i'm saying he slapped that rock and my man stopped right there at that line didn't get to go in the promised land um but in both these cases in both of these women's cases with sarah and with rachel and with so many other people throughout the bible people are impatient with the promise of god and even today in my life and your life and many other people's lives, we are impatient with the promises. And God gives us awesome, beautiful promises and we're patient with them. And our decisions we make in the waiting season, sometimes they force the promise. We, you know, we try to force the promise like <laughs> Rachel did, which is a prime example of that. And also Sarah, right? Or we even neglect it and it can affect us receiving it and also our heart's our heart also in that in that way too for example with Sarah she had to watch another woman be intimate with her husband first of all not I <laughs> you ain't about to sign me no do you know no I would never and then she has the child that she wanted and had to watch that child grow up for 13 whole years before having her own child and you know the same thing with Rachel and Leah Rachel it you know and sadly Rachel had to watch her sister have other her husband's babies but you know instead of waiting she made her man 
do some things that he should not have been doing. And you know what? That's on the men too. Why are y'all doing it? You didn't have to put your thing in there like that. You could have told her be patient. That's another thing. Let me, anyways, that's gonna be, you know what? That's a good thing. Cause I'm gonna talk, talk about Joseph later on and it's going to really draw that in as well. Cause I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, but yeah, so instead of waiting, Rachel could have, Rachel didn't, and she could have just waited in that time and just been in pain, just like she was already going to be. She was in pain, waiting, watching other people have sex with their husband and have other children. Um, and she would have been in pain waiting if she didn't do that. So it's better to just wait for the blessing when you don't, so you don't have to bring that baggage into your relationship and also into raising your next child. Um, and the, this is the child that God wanted her to have and she just couldn't wait. So, so much of scripture returned us back to the importance of balance. It is so hard to sit in the wait, to sit in the unknown And it's so hard not to try to forget the promise completely as well when it takes too long. It's like, this is too painful, God. Why do you, like, I don't even want to think about it anymore. Take it from me because it's been too long. So we get stuck in the between where we focus heavily on the promise or we want to neglect it. But, you know, it's hard. It's hard not to focus on the promise Um, and your effort there's effort towards it too. Like we're supposed to prepare for the promise, you know? So you're working towards something you can't even see in the natural world because it's just not here right now. So we have to live in this in-between where we are called to remember the promise, but also not to make the promise an idol. And that is not an easy place to be where you know something God told you and he said he'll do or something you'll have and it's not here yet. And You want to honor him by having faith and believing, but also not focusing too much on that promise to where that promise becomes your God or your focus or your love over Jesus, um, who is the ultimate promise and the ultimate prize. So it's a really hard position to be in. And I think as Christians, we live in the in-between a lot of where we are sinful, but also are cleansed by the blood. And we're also becoming like Christ, but we're also not like him yet. So There's a lot of in between in being a Christian, but we should strive to stay in that middle place. And I think it's important not to make Mary an idol like the Catholic Church might. But I also believe like we need to put some respect on her name. I think her and Joseph did a wonderful job, words, a wonderful job with receiving a promise and walking it out. When the angel appeared to Mary, she was like, oh, shoot. Like she was literally caught off guard. The Bible says she was startled. And he said to her, the Lord will bless you and is with you. And after the angel said the whole spiel about how, you know, the Holy Spirit gonna come and she gonna, the Lord of Lords and Lord of Hosts gonna be within her bosom. She was like, okay, okay, all right. mm -hmm. But how if I'm a virgin? And the angel was like, oh, okay. So what's gonna happen is the Holy Ghost is gonna come upon you and uh, you just gonna have the Son of God and whatever. And also your little cousin, um, your family member, Elizabeth, I know everybody says she's too old um, and she couldn't get pregnant, but she about, she's six months pregnant right now. <laughs> and instead of Mary saying like, so how this going to logistically happen? I got a man that I'm, I'm supposed to be with. He's going to think that I'm cheating on him uh, and how, how I'm going to have, how the Holy Spirit going to put a baby in me. That's kind of crazy. I never heard that before. She just said, all right, lit, let's get it. Well, but before that, let me highlight this point too. Um, and I think this is something to hold on to if you feel like the Lord has given you a promise. At the end of the sentence, after he tells her, that her her relative is six months pregnant. He says, 
God can do anything with an exclamation point at the end. And you know what Mary responded? She said, I am the servant of the Lord. Let this happen to me as you say. Look at, look at God. And I think that is such a beautiful heart posture to take. That's beautiful. You like, wow. You, you guys might be thinking, oh, well, you know, she wasn't, her, she wasn't in her old age like her, her family member was, you know what I'm saying? She could have children. She was a virgin. That's like me sitting here right now telling y'all I'm pregnant. And then also telling you, but it wasn't, a man, it wasn't a man. It was the Holy Spirit. Y'all will look at me like I have 17 heads. It don't make no sense. He said the Holy Spirit going to do it. And she said, all right, lit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> What's the move? I'm trying to be pregnant with my, friend, with my family member. And my desire is that we have that kind of faith when it comes to the promise of the Lord. And not that it has to be immediate, right? Because we saw how Joseph responded. I'm over here. I'm hype. I'm about to get up and dance. But we saw how Joseph just responded. It doesn't have to be immediate. He said, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to head out. <laughs> I'm going to head out. When he, when he saw that she was pregnant, when she told him, he said, yeah, I'm going to head out. <laughs> this ain't for me. This ain't for me. Um, and if y'all have like seen the Bible story I did on YouTube, I did a whole Bible story about it. But the Bible says that he was going to divorce her quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna make a whole fuss about it okay um but I'm not about to be with a woman who having somebody else's child so I'm, I'm gonna head out and that's a man of God he said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna announce it to the village but I'm gonna go and head on out <laughs> okay but then the angel came to him and told him and my man's corrected it immediately and it takes a brave man in that time to stand beside a woman who seems like she cheated on him before their wedding day and, and just walk with her like this is my woman and so what <laughs> so these are the two people who truly had to trust the lord this was not an easy thing to walk through there was nothing special about them other than the fact that they were chosen by god and that they trusted god and we are all capable of being both of these things so um when the lord places a promise in your heart if you are chosen by god you know you're chosen if he places a promise in your heart, you've been chosen. And your response can be just like Mary's in response and just like Joseph's and many, many other people in the Bible. Do not let the outside world discourage you about your promise just because it seems impossible. Because just like the angel said, God can do anything. He can do anything. So I hope this was encouraging to you guys. My prayer is that you'd be able to ask God to reveal to you if this is a promise or if it's something that you personally just desire for yourself because that can really get a little dicey when we convince ourselves that something we want is a promise um, when it's not. And I pray for clarity that God will help you see his desires for you. So um, something I want to challenge you guys to and want you to challenge yourself to uh, with, with stewarding um, your promise or desire is asking yourself, if it never happens, what would my life look like? And, you know, would I still find ways to honor the Lord? And what would those ways look like? Now is the time to live for Jesus. Not when you get your promise. That's very transactional. We don't want to be like that. The Lord has already done enough for us. He's already laid down his life for us. So our life should be a response to what he has already done, not an act to get in his good graces. And that's a whole nother word. But yes, I hope this was helpful for you guys to see 
that you are allowed to lean into the promises that God has given you, regardless of this time frame. He is still working in these days. Um, I feel like I'm in the middle of a prayer. <laughs> He's still working in these days. And um, if you're already chosen, you receive the promise, walk in faith and ask the Lord to strengthen you because in our weakness, he is strong. Um, and finally, check your heart to make sure that this is not just a, a solo desire and that you will be able to give this this marriage, this relationship back to him because he's the true owner of our marriages and they should be a reflection of Christ, Christ, of Christ and the church. So as you guys know, oh, like I said earlier, um, you guys can send questions to NGL and um, I will maybe start answering more of them on the podcast as well because I've been answering some of them on TikTok and on Instagram. But as you know, you can follow me at the Parallel Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Remember to kiss the sun and speak the truth in love. I'll be talking to you guys soon. Bye.